This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, July 12th. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. Rail disruptions continue in the second quarter. Organic farmer indicted for fraud. And EPA seeks comments on organophosphates. Rail service problems soar in the second quarter. The number of unfilled grain car orders shot up 231% during the second quarter of this year. That's according to an American Farm Bureau Federation analysis of government data. There were 204,000 unfilled orders in the second quarter, compared to 62,000 during the same quarter in 2021. BNSF saw an increase of 546% year-over-year, while Union Pacific had an increase of 154%, according to the Farm Bureau. Most order delays are lasting 11 days or more, putting perishable goods waiting for shipment at risk of rot and grain mills or livestock operations reliant on a steady stream of raw materials and feed in limbo, the AFBF analysis says. Most of the unfilled grain orders were concentrated in the upper Midwest and Central Plains. Rail speeds also fell in the second quarter, dropping to an average for all goods of 22 miles an hour, down 14% for the same quarter in 21. The average speed for ethanol and grains during the second quarter of the year was 21 miles an hour. Department of Justice says organic farmer defrauded buyers with non-GMO grain. A certified organic farmer in Minnesota who sold non-GMO grains labeled as organic has been indicted for defrauding grain buyers, the Justice Department announced yesterday. James Clayton Wolf of Cottonwood County repeatedly purchased non-organic corn and soybeans from a grain seller and resold the grain as organic product, the U.S. Attorney's Office in Minnesota said in a news release. As a part of this scheme, Wolf also grew conventionally farmed crops using chemical fertilizers and pesticides in violation of organic farming standards. Wolf received more than $46 million in payments from grain buyers between 2004 and 2010, the USAO said. He was charged with three counts of wire fraud. EPA requests comments on organophosphate petition. The Environmental Protection Agency is seeking comments on a petition to revoke tolerances and cancel registrations for food uses for organophosphate pesticides that risk assessments find to be unsafe. A wide range of groups submitted the petition in November, including United Farm Workers, Earth Justice, California Rural Legal Assistance Foundation, Farm Worker Association of Florida, Farm Worker Justice, and Green Latinos. Among the 15 OPs on which the petition seeks action are acephate, diazinon, malathion, and phosmet. The comet deadline is August 11. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. AgriPulse Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, the third largest dairy cooperative in the country based on milk volume. Edge is a powerful advocate in Washington for farmers throughout the Midwest. Dairy farmers have always been leaders in caring for the environment, and they continue to lead in addressing changing climate conditions. 
Edge believes environmentally focused policies affecting agriculture should be guided by farmers, grounded in science, driven by the market, and sufficiently flexible to allow for innovation at the farm level. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Russia's retreat from island a boost for Ukraine grain exports. Russia's retreat from the Zimini Island, known commonly as Snake Island off the coast of Ukraine, together with the restoration of shipping infrastructure on the Danube River, is expected to give a boost to Ukrainian grain exports that, according to the country's agriculture ministry, the island is off the coast and just north of the Zelina branch of the Danube River. It's the final length of the river that Ukrainians have been sending barges full of grain down to be loaded onto ships on the Black Sea. Martin Griffiths, the United Nations Undersecretary General for Humanitarian Affairs, says he's encouraged by the developments, but stresses it won't be enough to alleviate the problems caused by the Russian blockade that has shut down most Ukrainian exports through Odessa. Washington Wheat Group submits comment on Inslee Murray draft report. The Washington Association of Wheat Growers urged Washington Governor Jay Inslee and Senator Patty Murray to reconsider their joint federal-state process looking into the possibility of breaching four dams on the Lower Snake River in comments submitted yesterday. The group, which represents over 4,000 wheat producers, said the draft report released by Murray and Ensley last month, quote, significantly underestimates the impact dam breaching would have on farm families across Washington. They argue it ignores rising input costs, the impact of last year's drought and volatile markets stemming from the current war in Ukraine. Now, take note. The public comment period for Inslee and Murray's draft report closes today, bringing the duo one step closer to announcing their proposal for reviving salmon populations. Neither has officially taken a position on dam breaching. Garamendi seeks resolution soon on port talks. California Representative John Garamendi is predicting that more than 22,000 West Coast port workers and operators should reach an agreement soon on a new contract. In remarks yesterday at the AgriPulse Food and Ag Policy Summit West, Garamendi, a Democrat, said he's spoken with both sides recently and is optimistic about the talks. While the current contract has expired, both sides stated they believe that they will have a contract in short order and there will be a contract that will increase efficiency of the port, said Garamendi. The representative's Northern California district stretches from Sacramento to the westernmost reaches of the San Francisco Bay Area. Senegal's new law seen as more welcoming to biotech approval. Senegal has adopted a new set of laws regulating biotechnology that are expected to allow the technology to flourish in the West African nation. That according to a new report from the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. The government is currently consolidating 18 separate implementing decrees for the law that, quote, will enable Senegal to comply with its international commitments and take the maximum benefit from the advantages offered by modern biotechnology. The 2022 law, unlike its predecessor in 2009, sets up paths to allow the entry, research, and commercialization of genetically engineered products, according to FAS. 
The African Union Development Agency announced support for the law, saying Senegal would be able to optimize its biosafety framework and safety harness modern biotechnologies for its development. Well, here's today's He Said It. As food security mounts around the world, opening the Black Sea route is the best bet to mitigate global hunger. The world can't wait. That's Martin Griffiths, the United Nations Undersecretary General for Humanitarian Affairs. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, July 12th. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.